Talk and Shop, an e-commerce strategy podcast brought to you by Zyber, New Zealand's leading e-commerce experts and Shopify Plus partner. We're here to share our knowledge and insider tips on all things e-commerce with the help of some amazing industry guests. New episodes available every week so you can make the most of your business online. Stay tuned for this week's episode coming right up. Welcome back, guys. Uh, another episode of Talking Shop with Zyber. Um, as always, myself, Waldo, I am joined by Leo. Leo, how are you doing, mate? I can't remember how our intro goes. Oh, okay. Was yeah, it nothing goes? like that. Nothing like that? I liked um, it. That was like the bow chicken wow wow. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I don't think anybody sang that song on an e-commerce podcast, so I'll take that as a first. Nice. doing well. How are you, bud? Very good, thank you. Hey, Excellent. speaking of e-commerce podcasts, obviously yes. this one is, what's today's topic? Today's topic is, uh, I believe, something that you and I, um, we can gladly say, well, not gladly, no, that's not the right word. We can just say that we are not the experts no. in this realm, no. but we are seeing the increase of this taking place uh, in e-commerce, yep. and we want to dive in a little bit. So uh, it's about cryptocurrency. Yeah, We're going to talk about crypto, and so I'm going to say this right now, do not use this as um, advice to go and buy a truckload of crypto. Yeah. We're not responsible for no. how you want to do your No, and we're not really matters. going to delve too much into the investment in the actual uh, cryptocurrencies and, and that sort of thing. We literally just more want to discuss how uh, crypto and e-commerce, what we've been seeing over the last, yeah. especially 12 to 18 months, yeah. is it creeping its way into e-commerce a lot. And uh, a lot of merchants out there that have taken advantage of it. Now, it was a little bit laughed at because it's almost when these plugins became available for Shopify was around about the exact same time as when cryptocurrencies completely tanked. You know, yeah. in 2016, 17, we had, uh, and f for those of you that are like me, you sort of pay attention to the news, but you don't really pay attention to the news. Uh, you, you, we've all heard of Bitcoin, mm -hmm. maybe Ethereum, Ethereum, and there's all these other Ripple. coins, yeah, Litecoin, so etc. Right. Chilies. But what we saw is uh, that merchants who actually enabled that uh, during that time, um, and they've were people who, because there wasn't that much value placed on it, um, used the cryptocurrencies to pay. Now, we fast forward to 2021, which is only three or four years later, and uh, yeah, well, hello. Uh, these things, we all know, if you if, if you don't know what they are, you've definitely been living under a rock. Uh, yeah, um, we'll definitely talk about crypto, and mm. we'll talk about blockchains, and mm. all that means, but I did want to share a story with you all, though. So, uh, many years ago, just before that 2000, 2016, sorry, 17, before we, mm -hmm. you just talked about that spike, and then sort of Bitcoin came down. Yeah. We had a gentleman come to us and said, hey, I'm selling all this Bitcoin memorabilia, or Bitcoin stuff, like a Bitcoin uh, keychain, which okay. actually just had the Bitcoin logo, yeah, and yeah. I was just like, Man, this is a bit weird. Okay. I bought a coin, and a, like I still have it. A the physical Bitcoin. with a logo on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's which, just, that's it's not just, cryptocurrency. It's just, just someone's yeah. thinking about it. But anyway, so but the catch was you could only buy all these things like the T-shirt with the Bitcoin mm. logo on it with Bitcoin. Ah, All right, you. and this is just before before Bitcoin was really booming. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. That's cool. So we helped him out, mm. and you know, and he started doing some marketing, and he was just pumping it across the world. The guy was living in New Zealand, and man, 
he did really well already on that store. Like he did oh, okay. really well. Everybody was just wanting the Bitcoin T-shirt and all that. And so he wasn't taking normal currency, just Bitcoin. Normal currency. No, he wow. just had to take anyway. Okay. And then and now in today's world, mm. when I think about well, Bitcoin's now up to you know one Bitcoin equals the same amount as like sixty thousand USD dollars. Yeah, eighty k New Zealand. Which means when he was selling a T-shirt back then for around twenty five USD dollars. It kind of works out now that he's kind of selling a T-shirt for about $600 plus. Mm. Mm. Oh, I've heard stories about people so, back in 07, 08 buying pizza with Bitcoin. Yeah, um, which would equal how much yeah. now for a pizza? Like 60 grand or a something? A mate of mine said in 2013 he was two clicks away from buying 100. Yeah. And that would have been what not would that, that much be money now? back then. Uh, I think that would have been about He'd be 15 grand. Yeah, that right now, well, times that by... Uh, yeah, what eight hundred? I think it is. Someone with mass yeah, could be eight hundred. So we've all anyway, got those stories. Crazy. So yes. yeah. Um, essentially, what is cryptocurrency though? Yeah. So guys, me, I'm, I'm going to have to refer to my notes here because I don't. I'm definitely not an expert in this. Um, I've sort of paid attention to it a little bit, and I really want to give you guys out there and merchants a good understanding of of what is crypto, right? So cryptocurrencies uh, require a type of technology which is actually a lot more important. Um, in today's world than than anything else uh, a lot of people have um sort of uh, assimilated this with the internet mm-hmm. okay so basically you think that the the impact the internet has had on the world today mm-hmm. uh, people believe that blockchain is going to have an equal or even greater impact on us over the next 20 years okay so what is blockchain okay yeah. um to really break it down into layman's terms it's literally a, a string of blocks and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not actually kidding, but I kind of am. But it is a string of blocks. Okay, okay. so um, it's a, it's a massive ledger mm-hmm. that is visible to the entire world. So to break it down, there's a. But there's thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, computers or nodes all around the world mm-hmm. running the same software and and forming part of a network. And when a single transaction is made on this network, what essentially happens is that transaction is turned into a block that holds three pieces of information. Um, it it holds the 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 um, the mer- well, the the person who's letting go of the currency, so sure. the the trader, or yeah. whatever you call the it, seller. the seller, I guess, yeah, seller's yeah. a good point. So, so the seller, the actual transaction information, yeah. like the amount and the date and all that sort of thing, sure, and then it holds the receiver, yeah, okay. So those three bits of information, right? What it then does is it encrypts that information. Um, with cryptography now <laughs> cryptography is a whole nother thing but essentially cryptography comes from the ancient um greek times where societies and 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 sort of kings or got like uh, lords and those sorts of people they communicated with each other through cryptography where you needed to know how to decode right. this piece of so code public, to understand it. General person could exactly, not, yeah, exactly. Oh, so that's where cryptography comes from, right? Mm. So, um, so In case crypto, the messenger were trying to open the scroll and have a look through, like, oh, that's what's happened. So-and-so has given birth or is pregnant. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Sorry, and so a collection there. of these records are all linked, linked to each other, yeah. right? They're strongly resistant to any alteration. So they're not 100, not yet. They're getting there quickly, but they're not 100% secure. We've heard of Bitcoin being hacked um, over the last years, and that's part of the reason why the, ad- the adoption of it hasn't been um, as 
what anyone would have expected. And you that's sure about why that, about Bitcoin being hacked? Because yep. I, I thought out of all the millions of transactions in the last 10 years, it's never no, been it's hacked. It has. Oh. 100%. So oh, it's allegedly. Not, I'll just yeah, say it's one of those almost lawyer talk where, you know, even if you look at, say, Shopify, if I bring it back to the e-com world, Shopify has a 99.99% uptime, right? Yes. And it's basically lawyer speak for 100, just covering my butt. Yeah, in okay. case it does. It hits the fan. And it does. Right? Anyway, so, um, yeah, it's a collection of records linked to each other, strongly resistant to alteration and then protected by cryptography that's cool. all it is right okay um and cryptography in today's world is a lot more advanced because we have hexadecimal and mm-hmm. all these other types of encryption right it's very important to understand that blockchain is not bitcoin okay yes. bitcoin is a cryptocurrency yep. one of many that uses blockchain technology which is just a massive ledger visible to the entire world you think about yes. the ability to log into say uh, i'm with asb so i'll use asb as an example okay. i can log into asb and i can see all the transaction that's happened on everyone's accounts for today mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. People were a little bit scared about that. But mm-hmm. that is essentially what it is. It's a decentralization of that all. Cool. Okay. Um, so, got any questions on that? Well, no, you've got your blockchain and then you've got yeah. certain the cryptos on yeah. top of that. Yeah. Um, and so crypto can be, like we've talked about Bitcoin, but there's many different types of crypto. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we want to get into it, but then now you can use crypto to buy tokens and tokens are something different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's just keep it simple for now. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Crypto, yeah. cool. So what's happening with crypto what and I, e-commerce? Well, what I want to know, yeah, is how is blockchain going to basically disrupt e-commerce? And I've made a lot of notes here, so I'm just going to, because I couldn't possibly string this together in a sentence. I, I fumble over my words at okay. the best of times anyway. So, uh, um, and this is how I see, and this is purely from my perspective. You may agree with it, you may not. Well, let's um, have a chat. In I have no th- idea what you're going to say. I'll start with, so in e-commerce, in 2021, there's an esti- it's estimated that there's going to be over $5 trillion mm-hmm. in e-commerce sales worldwide this year. $5 trillion. Cool. $5 trillion is 12% of retail around the world. Okay. Okay. So that is every store, every corner dairy, anybody that is trading goods for, you know, for, yep. for money at the end of the day, right? 12%. And it's growing at a really steady pace, 15, mm-hmm. 20% year on year, right? Which is why brands, the only way brands are going to succeed is you have to get online. Okay. So we know the reasons why e-commerce will succeed in the foreseeable future, because as a merchant, you can Fourth, the, the four things that I think the reason why e-commerce is actually going to succeed is you can align your you can you can align your products and your messaging mm-hmm. with your customers' behaviors, right? Yes. You are where they are. You're on yeah. social media. Where's the attention? Mm-hmm. I can be there, right? You can have a certain message Absolutely. at a certain time of the person's yeah. going through their yeah. If you had a physical yep. store, you're just Get there it. and you've got a radius around you and you're sure. stuck, okay? Sure. So you can expand your customer reach. Okay? okay. You can reach and tap into demographics and geographics where you couldn't before, especially not if you have a physical store. Right. Um, you've got growth without borders, so yes. we can now sell overseas. We as can long sell as wherever you know we your want. Taxes and and yes. a, we've got an episode about that about yeah. tax. But yeah. yes, you're right. Borderless e-commerce. Hundred percent. And I then know the all other... this. We know all this. Where are you yeah. going with this? No. Sir? And the other thing is, you can get up and running fast, right? You can. Okay? So you can Absolutely. get up and running super fast. Yeah. We, we know Shopify today. In an hour, you can set up a store, and away you go. You're done. Waldo.co.nz. However, as any experienced merchant will tell you out there, this all sounds super clever mm. and easy, mm. but it's not. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the fundamental the fundamental problem with any online sale in traditional online payments, um, not only credit cards, but mm-hmm. all payments like PayPal, Stripe, 
part payment providers, mm. all the different payment systems are not keeping up with the pace of innovation in the tech space. Ooh. Okay, so um, I've, I've written down three things about traditional payment methods that is a bugbear to merchants, right? High fees. Two percent, three percent, five percent sometimes We've for American Express. Today. Yeah, that sort of thing, you know. Yeah. Chargebacks. I actually was mm. astounded that the that the stat came out in this year's report from Shopify that twenty percent of all the money that was spent was actually charged back. Yeah. Now, chargebacks can happen because a customer was unhappy, um, they didn't receive what they ordered, whatever. But all fraud, you know fraudulent activity and the merchants lose the merchants lose big time i have mm -hmm. i always um because in my world can be a little bit siloed when you talk to merchants out there you don't actually realize how they struggle with fraudulent purchases and the only person that loses there is not the credit card company it's not the person who used the credit card it's unless they guys, get the caught merchants. it's the merchant right yeah it's horror stories right so yeah. if somebody buys something on a stolen credit card you send out the goods yeah. then i report that my credit card's been stolen the bank removes the money out of your guys account gives me back the money, uh, but the bad guy still keeps the, the goods somewhere in the middle of 100%. wherever they are, and well, you've, gone. you've left with nothing. Yep. No product, no money, which is yep. a shame. Yep. It does happen, but in all businesses, well, though, there's risk. So Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. So, yeah, high fees, high chargebacks, fees. and it's yep. slow. In some instances, What's it slow? can be one day, two days for you to receive your money, oh, right? Two days. With some day, some, in some instances, it could be 7%. Uh, sorry, it's seven, seven days, days, right? Yeah. It's um, and when you're selling in multiple countries as well, you know these fees and times and delays. Mm. These things start. It all adds up, up doesn't right? it? It, so does, it does hurt when I do the calculations. Yeah, I'm like, exactly. Screw this. So it's all a bit contradictory, really, because as e-commerce wants you to grow and. Uh, E-commerce just basically wants you to grow and scale and do all these things, and payments are kind of slowing you down, and like, mm. you know, you're waiting for the funds to get in there, mm. etc. So, um, for those of you out there, a quick rundown on the traditional payment system as we know it, right? So, let's just use credit card as an example. I want to just lay out for you that there are actually six different parties involved in a single transaction. Yeah. When someone purchases from Tell you, me these right? Six, if I know. You've got the issuing bank. Okay, who yes. issued Leo the credit card yes. initially. Now, the, the, the bank there is holding risk, right? Yes. Um, there's limits on your card, mm -hmm. all that sort of thing, and checks and balances that need to be put in place. Correct. So the issuing bank. Then you've got the payment gateway or the POS system. That could be like a Square or a PayPal or a mm -hmm. Shopify Pay mm -hmm. um, uh, scenario. You've got the payment processor. So two of the biggest ones in the world is Adian and Stripe, right? Yep. So what they actually take care of is they verify it. They do some initial fraud analysis for you, um, et cetera, et cetera. Then you've got the card network, the Visas, the MasterCards, the Amexes, right? Mm -hmm. So now we're up to four. Mm -hmm. Then you've got my bank account as the merchant, so the mm -hmm. acquirer's bank account, right? Ours is not the same, so there's a delay. Mm -hmm. There's all these sorts of things that mm -hmm. happen, okay? And then finally, at step number six, when your money clears, I now have it. There you go. You're and welcome. now you can imagine the money spinning and the, the, the interest that's being accrued by these six, little people. Oh, my word. Yeah. It is absolutely crazy. So essentially, oh. in a nutshell, what cryptocurrency does is it just takes all of that away. Okay? Oh. Absolutely all of it. Um, it's super volatile, though. So prices can go up and down, which means that one of the things that um, happening in the Bitcoin worldwide and Ethereum, for, for lack of a better uh, example, is that people aren't willing to part with it because of the volatility. Right. I'm too scared that if I do buy this pizza right now, 
that in two years' time, I'm going to have, you know, ten, I could have had 10 times more. Yes. And so in order for people to 100% buy into cryptocurrencies, we have to eliminate that somehow. And I guess that's what they're working on at the moment. Right. Um, because it, it is just too much of a risk to part with it at the moment. So a lot of people just holding on, right? Or what's the term in, in crypto world? Hoddle. Hold on for hold, dear life. Hoddle. Yeah, instead of hold, it's hoddle. And, uh, and just to say, well, the, you and I have both bought crypto in the yep. past. We've both sold crypto yep. in the past. We've both talked about... Still we should, own some. We should have hold, yeah, held some more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, we've we've played around with this stuff. Like when it's it's yeah. we're not experts, but yeah. we've definitely used it. And if we've used it, it means millions and millions of people around the world are using it. As definitely we speak, making transactions. On that right note, now. I actually wrote down a fun fact here, oh, here which it blew my mind. Did you know that over two billion people out of the seven billion that live in the world uh-huh. are unbankable? That means they do not have a bank account. They cannot get a credit card. They only trade in cash. Or in the world today, where we've got digital currencies coming in place, these people could take their cash to a bank and get it loaded onto a digital uh, account. So in Africa, for example, it's a cool text, stat. It's a cool stat, but I'm thinking, yeah, all those third world countries, those guys probably just aren't using their banks. That's where that two billion's coming from. Yeah, but they all have cell phones. They all have internet oh, networks. They can they all do. set up a they crypto do. wallet. They and do. They can. Exactly. You're right. So You're right. this opens up for people selling across borders, mm. an additional 2 billion people that could possibly buy from you. Now, that is an absolute huge amount. That's, That's 33% of all the people that out there in the world. So mm. um, add that to the stats that we've seen happen over the last year, and, uh, yeah, I think you'll, you, it'll really blow up. Um, while we're on fun fact, oh, actually, I'll save this one for, for later, maybe. But <laughs> oh, we were just talking before about sort of the, the current and historical challenges, right? So first one I mentioned was volatility. Yes. So people don't actually want to part with it because yes. they're too scared that they're going to lose in the long run. Okay. Um, as a buyer, the issue comes in that there's no protection for me. So if I do buy from a website that I've never visited before and they just so happen to take cryptocurrency and I part with my cryptocurrency and it was a scam, bye-bye. There is absolutely no protection. So at least in the right. current financial world, there are checks and balances. You and go, you ring up your bank, you say, this has happened. And that's as a purchaser. I mean, as a merchant, you're still kind of yeah. um, in trouble. I guess um, you flip this around with, uh, with cryptocurrencies as a merchant, you're actually really safe. But as a buyer, there is no mm-hmm. real protection. Because it's decentralized, if you buy something somewhere, you never get the item. You may never see your money again, okay. right? Um, transactions are still quite slow. Now, this technology is getting super, super, oh, there's a lot of investment in it. There's a lot of ma- big players in this uh, working on it. Um, but for example, on a Bitcoin c- transaction, it could take up to 10 minutes to process. Sometimes it could take up to a couple of hours, right? And with other um, cryptocurrencies, depending on how sophisticated the blockchain is that it's running on, it can take a couple of days even to authorize that transaction. Right. Okay. Um, so... Um, it's getting faster super quick, right? I think it is getting faster. I think the fastest is VeChain. I have money in VeChain. Nice. I can't remember how many transactions they did per minute because I'm not going to go that level, but I remember reading that and going, I'm putting money on that one. But anyway, yes. No, okay, I mean, on that note, like if, what are some of the places you know that you can go and buy um, cryptocurrency on? Uh, I think Binance is one of the ones that everybody Binance knows. Binance is one that so I've that, got. That's yep. the one that I think yep. I use. I don't, know yep. if I don't know if Coinbase is available in New Zealand, um, yep. but I know that Coinbase is massive in America. Uh, yep. They're probably the number one. Yeah, um, yeah, yep. And that's where a lot of this trade is happening yeah. is kind of Eastern Europe and uh, yeah. North America. And for people that don't know, you log into these websites, you uh, pretty much give your credit card um, and you know choose how many coins you want to buy. You buy of a certain coin, and then with that coin, then you buy other coins. Some places you can straight away buy Bitcoin right right off the bat. Yeah, yeah correct. Um, and it's very hard. You 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 essentially have to put in an order. 
So you kind of join, you join a queue. Join a queue. And you're waiting for someone to sell. Yes. Right? But again, it, right, in today's world, it's happening like that. It's yeah. very fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. But come uh, on, let's not lie to people. Setting up a Binance account is super hard. Like uh, the onboarding I is a real pain. And say I had no problems doing it. Yeah, no, I can't remember. Most I think someone showed me I, how to do it. You know, for most people out there, especially for the aging demographic out there, that's still, you know, they they having to play catch up on technology super quickly. And guess what happens and when you do it the first time? You get the banks calling you. Yeah. And they want to check that you understand that you know what you're doing yep. before you put money in there because yep. they say we've had a lot of complaints of people losing money. West now, pa- I don't know if that's banks trying to stop people mm. buying crypto mm. or they're actually doing a really good service and saying, by the way, you're about to buy yeah. crypto. We don't know what could happen with your money because your money could go way up yeah. or way down. Yeah, who so. knows? In my opinion, it's uh, it's a little bit of both because, yeah. I mean, um, you imagine you go out there, you get a $10,000 credit card from Westpac, mm-hmm. right? And um, you go onto a crypto currency platform and you take that 10 grand and you invest it in bitcoin mm-hmm. and that bitcoin is so volatile that within three months you've doubled your amount or you've you, you've made yeah. so much you pay your credit card off right yeah yeah well, the the banks are having a problem because you're using their we're using credit to yeah. purchase stuff that they're never going to see again so yes. there's there's issues there yeah, um with i can that. understand that um, definitely but yeah, for most people, it is super hard to onboard yourself onto one of these crypto wallets and sure. receive it. And have you seen the codes for a wallet <laughs> the, address? The it is like a 64, yeah. I may be wrong here again, either 32 or 64-bit encryption, which means it's numbers, letters, uppercase, lowercase, you name it. It's it's, it's pretty crazy out there. Um, and yeah, it's just been a little bit hard and trading with it. But again, it's getting much, much better. Now, mm. The proofs in the pudding, and I think cryptocurrencies or digital currencies have proven themselves, and there are thousands available out there now. Um, and it works a little bit like gold, you know? It's really just the trust in it mm-hmm. equals the value of it. Oh, yeah. That's oh, it. yeah. And the value is going up. So now, well, though, if I'm a merchant listening to this now, can I do something with crypto? What are the benefits of me using crypto yeah. for my store? On most uh, on most e-commerce platforms, you can. Again, I'll talk from Shopify point of view. Within your Shopify settings panel, you can log into payments, um, and you can set up um, alternative payment there. Mm-hmm. And the payment gateways that are currently available, uh, we've written them down. I know yeah, these ones. Coinbase Commerce, mm-hmm. BitPay, yep. GoCoin, yep. CoinPayment.net, mm-hmm. Those are the four that Shopify lists on their own website. There's probably others. Well, those are the ones that they have approved. Approved um, probably in the App Store. There's others. Now, Mm -hmm. all of these wallets or, you know, payment gateways, they accept different types of cryptocurrencies. Like all of them will accept Bitcoin um, and Ethereum. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're wanting to let people buy stuff from you from a different type of crypto coin, you might have to look around and see if if they uh, allow that. Yeah. so now why would I use this? What happens? So if we're removing the middleman, hmm. are transaction fees coming down? Are there transaction fees? No transaction fees. <laughs> so, hello, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it'll be interesting to see how banks and governments work this one out. Um, I don't have the answers for it. I still, um, you know, I, I still believe that they're not just going to, you know, keel over, if that's how you say it, um, and just say, oh, yeah, cool, go for it, guys. Completely decentralize our entire financial system. I just don't see that happening. I think we'll see a lot more application um, happening in the world of something like NFTs, who will use blockchain or those ledgers for authorization. Stop right there. What's an NFT? Yeah, cool. So it's a non-fungible token. So all all cryptocurrencies are essentially tokens. 
if I really bring this back for our merchants, it's like selling a $50 gift card on your website, right? Mm. Um, <laughs> sure. But then, allow- without, yeah. It's yeah. a digital. Without the physical gift card. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's just, it's just the well, email. it's almost like, look, the that, email that that card, if you get sent out a card or that email that you yeah, get the code, the barcode, it's yeah. worth an X amount of money. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very similar to that. Okay. okay. Um, NFTs, however, is now we are going to be able to do document verification. Um, any type of verification that needs to happen for anything uh, for a transaction that that's what it comes down to you sell me this laptop right we can create a uh, a, a bill of sale mm-hmm. and turn that into a digital authorized um yep. token that i can keep to prove this to prove now we that know that what laptop is yours exactly and was owned by me yes as well and, and if, probably and if, somebody else exactly. before me and, and you'll so be able on to so see the so entire on. history of that so think about buying a car yes right now you buy a car you go do your checks you jump on the watch you see how many people have purchased it you ask uh-huh. the guy like why has this car been sold three times in the last year you get, yeah. you've got that sort of thing right yes. now with with uh with Tokens or blockchain that removes all of that. Now we know what a type of the word I just thought of. I'm so glad I didn't say. Um, but anyway, we know humans like to show off, right. right? And so I see a world going forward, and I am stealing this from. I'm not the one that thought of this, but those people out there see a world in the future where, just like right, right now on your Instagram, you show off my car, I show mm-hmm. off my stuff. Mm-hmm. But I could have been standing next to your Lambo and taking that photo, right? right? right. Going forward, um, for you can actually authorize all of these things and there's proof and there's no doubt about it. So anything from selling a laptop, selling a house, mm-hmm. um, you could buy, I see the NBA have done this really, really well and they've adopted it early on. So you can buy key moments in the history of the sport like let's go back to 1996 Michael Jordan massive you know that that famous slam Slam dunk dunk. that he did where he looked like he was traveling through space Um, and you could buy that moment and you own it no one else can own it Mm -hmm. but you'll now be able to have a wallet where you show this off so you'll be able to show off people will log in and actually verify your stories like, do the, does he really own a Lambo? I'm going to jump on this place here, and I'm yeah. going to look on my phone while you speak in a minute because there's one that's making huge waves for sure, this. It's going to be sure. a social media platform that everyone is going to use yeah. in a short amount of time. So the I guess what you're talking about there is NFTs, like digital art as well. It could be anything. It, it could be, be anything. Yeah. But let's just but talk about, digi- let's just talk about digital there, art. Yeah. So I own uh, this famous time that or moment that you've just mentioned of Michael Jordan doing a slam uh-huh. dunk. And it's kind of the panage of who actually owned... Well, first of all, what is the thing that's happening? It's Michael Jordan. That's a great story. Mm-hmm. But then it's the panache of who owned it. Like you said, Before. you can see the history. Yeah. And so let's say another Charles Barkley and, and Shaquille O'Neal, they all own this and now I own that. That's some pretty interesting stuff that you could show off to people and yeah. everyone can see that. Yeah. Um, I, I believe I saw the guy that had invented Twitter sold his first tweet, which was just like, hello, this is my first tweet, mm-hmm. um, for $5.5 million as an NFT. So someone owns that, which is a pretty cool story. Mm. I own the very first tweet ever done in the world Um, so all of these things are going to go up in value as well but why is it going up in value well I think it's the there's one key thing it can be proved you are the original or you are the person that actually owns that piece of history or your product and it can be proven without a doubt that you know say Elon Musk owned that before you did and that's going to push the value of that up 
Yes. You know? yes. Same as uh, if, if we pull it back to sports cards and that sort of stuff that's quite up and coming again now, making a big comeback for trading mm. purposes. If you could prove that this card that I actually purchased was owned by someone famous before that, yeah. it's going to push the value up. Absolutely. Just like art when you purchase it. You know, if yeah. a famous person bought it for $4 million and it goes up for auction again and now it's $8 million, just the fact that that person owned it is the reason why the really? price is pushed up. And obviously the artist and the data. It needs to be something good. It can't just be a crap piece of painting. Now, at yeah. the moment, moment some nfts are being sold through other websites yeah but what we're talking here or what could happen is decentralized of anything mm-hmm. which meant if i want to buy a house from waldo and have that nft record and all that i could probably do it between you and i no real estate agent involved i think that's where it's heading with cryptocurrency future. as yep. well yep and that's what's scaring a lot of people yeah because right now there is a platform called origin protocol which uh if we might want to lose our a sponsorship from Shopify Plus is sort of like an e-commerce um, element that allows anybody to build on top of it, which mm-hmm. they're saying like no transaction fees. Or, you know, you, you have an e-commerce here, yep. no transaction fees. But what they're saying is they're the next non-Uber, non-Airbnb. So on my phone, I want to book uh, a ride. There's Waldo. I book it. I give you a five-star review. Uh, that transaction's between you and I. 100%. No middleman. You get the full amount. Mm-hmm. No 30% or 40%, whatever Airbnb does. S- same thing with Airbnb. If I want to book your house, I got it. Yeah. But it, I have questions about that. So if I'm a, or you are a bad Uber driver and I want to complain, who do I complain to? There's no one. I think that's, yeah. So these are the gray areas. Coming back to what I said earlier, there's definite pros and cons here for yep. both sides of the of the coin. Yes, <laughs> yes. But um, look, at the end of the day, I think there's no doubt that this is where it's going to be heading. We're, you know, we've seen the impact of the internet. And at the start, when the internet came out, come on, like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's on that note. I've got actually a fun fact about Tell the start me of the fun internet. Facts. Mate. The first online transaction was done in 1994, right? Oh, I think I remember. 1994, and a guy with the knowledge, guy with knowledge, he yes. had the knowledge to be able to encrypt his his transaction. Yes, he bought a Sting CD. And that's that, it. It was the first thing that was ever bought online. Nothing wrong with Sting. That's it. it's pretty good. It's actually, if you think about it, it's not that long ago, right? 1994, 26, yeah. 27 yeah. years. How far um, yeah, and there were so many naysayers at the start of the internet. And, um, yeah, look, everything's going digital. Um, it's going peer-to-peer. Um, and we're going to have to work out as a society some new checks and balances that need to be put in place. And I think these will probably happen in the form of softwares um, that will run the world, essentially, um, authorizing transactions, um, authorizing, um, yeah, this, this yeah, entire I'm just, experience. I'm, I'm just trying to think here, like, you and I just want to have a conversation about crypto. Yep. That's, that's pretty much what we want to do in this show. And, and just and how it, it's going to impact on e-commerce. And, you know, the earlier you can adopt it, the better. I think that's the message here. Mm. Because I'm always trying to think, okay, what's the message? Why does someone just listen to us yep. r- you know, ranting about this? Yep. And I think it's that. You, ha- you have to be ready to adopt it. Um, you're telling me about a, a bakery or something down the road from us that's been accepting crypto or Bitcoin for years. Yeah, it wasn't so, a bakery. It was Oyster and Chop, which oh, is a right. very flash restaurant down on the viaduct. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> bakery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For those of you who do have a bit of spare Bitcoin, and uh, I don't even, this is not a sponsorship for Oyster and Chop, but I've been there three or four times, and every time it's freaking amazing. Well, those guys are making money. Right? Yeah, they've been they've been accepting Bitcoin for a long time. I got into a, a Ukrainian guy's Uber the other night, probably the best Uber driver I've ever had, actually. Asked us what type of music we're into. You know, just that, hey, personalization, personal. yeah, guys. Oh, go. my word. <laughs> um, and he took 
uh, Ethereum, Bitcoin, and Litecoin as, as payments. And so he said he makes people. he makes sales that way. Yeah, you know I what I mean. Um, we have technology. Um, we have technology uh, customers. Well, customers who sell technology uh, that are customers of Zyber, yeah. and they accept Bitcoin. They accept mm. Ethereum, and mm. it's all done through BitPay, which is yeah, just in your Shopify yeah. settings. Yeah, yeah so nothing think, hurts you to keep it there as an offering as well, right? I, I think that's what we're trying to say. Think yeah. about this. Look at it. Yeah. Don't be scared. Um, yeah, there's a little bit of a learning curve. Hundred percent. Once you do that, you'll see how easy it is to actually transfer funds between yourself and yep. and friends, or buy something online using cryptocurrency. And really good thing we should talk about. Okay, tax. Yeah. Well, how does this work with tax? Pass. Okay. So what what I know. Where's Morgan? Morgan what, from iTax. More, yeah, I, I want that Morgan. <laughs> we didn't ask him that question no, when he was in no. here. No. You know, this is how fast the crypto world yeah, is changing crazy. since we had that podcast episode a couple of couple of weeks ago. I don't believe it's it yet. Um, but what I've learned, and this is thanks to some other smart people in New Zealand, mm-hmm. um, I think it's Crypto Kiwi. Go check out his YouTube channel. I think this is where I saw that. Yeah. Uh, they were talking about. Okay, you have Bitcoin. As soon as you sell it. Depending if you've made gains, that's what you get taxed on. Yeah. If you've lost, okay, you get taxed on that. So if you're a merchant holding all this transaction that's come, mm. as soon as you sell that Bitcoin and mm. you want to maybe, I don't yeah. know, get cash out of it, you need to declare that. So okay? essentially, yeah, if you're a big company out there and your accountant does everything for you, then your accountant's going to be asking you questions about yeah. this. If yeah. you are a merchant out there and you're doing your own IR3s, I think they believe they're called, yeah. and uh, returns, you're going to now, with the section where it says, have you received any financial mm-hmm. return from any other places, yeah. you'll probably start seeing crypto being brought into there as an option and not just for you to go, yeah, by the way, I have cryptocurrency and yeah. you know I bought it for 20 grand and now it's worth 60, so I'll declare the 40. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's going to be interesting how this all plays out i believe and um, i've already heard stories i've I've already heard stories that the ird have asked specific accountants to the uh wallet id of certain individuals and wanted to see all transactions of them buying and selling so these people must have been doing a lot of day trading must have made a lot of money and somehow it got the attention of the ird but they're moving the ird is looking into well that's one of the reasons why over the last five years the people who are pioneering this technology have uh, quickly identified that they're going to run into massive barriers and so they need to open up the you need to be able to display this mm. okay um, and it's it's not going to be decentralized to the way where you can hide everything it's going to be decentralized to give you the other benefits that come with it but um, you are definitely going to have to prove this now the app that I was actually looking at before the social network that is something to watch over the next five years you heard it here first it's <laughs> called BitCloud. BitCloud. Bit clout oh, clout. So clout being reputation like sure. you know like showing off all my stuff da 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 yes. going forward you can have you'll be have you will have a bit clout account uh-huh. where you will prove i own a lambo right. prove i own that um michael jordan moment or this pokemon card or that house or yes. all these sorts of different things so and we're different yeah Right, so uh, check it out, guys. But cloud out there. The main thing that I can say here for those merchants, especially those that are the business owner and the merchant out there, um, hey, it's not going to hurt. Put a little bit of time aside. Do your investigation. Understand this tech. This tech will impact you over the next ten years. And so, if you don't, you're just going to get into a situation where you should have listened, but you didn't, or you put it off. Um, take the time to understand what it's all about. We can't give you within half an hour. Even we can't even scratch wow. the surface of it. And, and, and like I said, it's not our expertise. So if you are yeah. a cryptocurrency guru and you're listening to this podcast, we'd and love hating, to hear from you. Hating actually. Waldo and I about yeah. how we've chopped it up into 
to Bert. Yeah, please leave um, a review. We'll get you on the podcast. We'll, and you can absolutely we'll bring explain you it. in. Hundred percent. We'll bring you in because, uh, as mentioned, um, you know it's fascinating. Uh, decentralization is fascinating. Where commerce is going with this is fascinating. Yeah. Um, and you all are merchants, which means you all run a business, which means you should all be forward thinking. This is forward thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, accept it, cryptocurrency if it's right for you and your business. Yeah. And um, just go and learn what blockchain is. If I, if my yeah. Little block chain analogy didn't work for you. Yeah. Um, you. There's many, many videos that you can get a really quick one. I mean, the best thing to do is jump on the old Google, right, and just yeah. say um, quick explanation for blockchain. Awesome. Um, and that, there's there's so many good ones there that break it down. Uh, anyone can understand it, and Perfect. it's actually simpler. I think a lot of people, because of new tech comes out, they put their guard up and they're like, "Oh, I'm not going to understand this." They they sort of convince themselves that they're never going to understand it before they actually just look into it. It's like it's like the Gary Vee story where uh, he started the wine library for his dad's business, and all those other people in the board were saying, "Why are you spending why, fifteen grand yeah, on a website? No way, no way." Exactly. <laughs> and now you know, my mum used to be like, "Oh, Facebook, I don't like it." Now she's on it all day, every day, tagging me and things like, "Go away, mum." Yeah. But you know, it's. It's that. People mm-hmm. put their shields up, but if yeah. you actually look into well, it, you go, a, there's opportunities here. Yeah, and a lot of people would have already learned that lesson. So don't get caught out again. Get yeah. out there, learn about it, at least yeah. understand it. You don't have to adopt it. Um, the world's going to do that for you anyway. And so, yeah. Last question to you, Waldo. Can I borrow one Bitcoin? No. <laughs> Why not? It's just one. I don't have one. It's just one, though. I don't have one. How much is one? 60 grand. Well, 60, <laughs> 80 grand. I'll take like. 60 grand. Oh, yeah, 80 grand NZD. I saw All a right, mate folks. of mine who actually threw 17,000 at it this morning. <gasps> Yeah, good yeah. on him. It's and probably going to go. What did he do straight away? Make some Took money. Took a screenshot. Oh, look yeah. at what I just bought. Uh, yes. And like, you know, 17k. So uh, uh, I need to go into Bitcloud. Good on you, Jimmy. I need to go on Bitcloud and make sure that that's legit that he actually bought that. Well, now you'll be able to do that uh, going forward. Bitcloud. Yeah. So right. we'll try and put as many of those links down the bottom here, guys. Maybe even link a little explainer video for you. Um, but yeah, if you if you like the episode, please uh, subscribe. Uh, turn on the notification um, button as well, so you get reminded about future podcasts that come out from us. We spread it really thin across the the entire e-commerce um, industry. So look forward to hearing and. Uh, Talking to you guys next time. Hey guys, just want to give a quick shout out to our sponsors. Without them, this podcast won't be possible. Thank you, Shopify Plus and Gorgeous. Uh, guys, for you, for those of you who don't know, Gorgeous automates a lot of your customer service. It's built for e-commerce. It can turn your customer service center into a profit center by increasing sales through accurate conversations that you're having with people that are actually engaging with you through there. And Shopify Plus, we all know the power of Shopify, but those leading merchants looking to sell across the globe um, and looking for additional automation out of the e-commerce center can't go past Shopify Plus. And just once again, thank you guys.